Hello everyone. That's right. I'm back once again. Wait a minute. Am I losing my mind? No, I'm not. There it is. On call. My bleh. The on call phone. Within distance. Or within reach. <laughs> I am in my studio. A.K.A. my room. Alright. Let's do this. It's me. Jason. With maybe... It's Better Off Blake, the podcast about mental health, art, (laughs) the artistic process, and life itself. Yes, I know I made a promise. This episode specifically is not coming out on Tuesday, and I apologize. I'm doing it here, right now, as we speak. But I mean, like, it is live. But... (laughs) I'm recording it on a Wednesday. On call's been a little crazy. And hello, everyone. Um, a second hello from the inevitable heat death of America, or at least Michigan in this case. I don't know how it is where you're at, but I hope you're surviving drinking water. And please, for the love of God, I hope you're wearing a mask. And in this case, also, for it to be said, good morning, good afternoon. And good night, if that's your thing. So, I have been trying to survive, as you all probably have, during this uh, inevitable heat death. I don't know if the heat advisory warning is still a thing. I have some ice cold water on hand because I just got off work and back home from going out to get something for dinner. There goes that. It's finished off. But, oh my. Me oh my, for all the ACs that I've been working on, let me tell you. Probably not as much as my coworkers have in the past worked on when I was off vacation. Because apparently, one of them got 14 AC calls in a day. Which is the most that we've probably ever gotten since I've been working here. Which is insane for the amount of AC calls that you could get in a day. It's... I don't know ultimately what could have caused it, all those calls to come in, or like, you know, all they all broke in their own sort of way. And let me tell you, it is definitely a toughie to try and replace that many or try and fix that many within that time frame. Not saying it has to be done in that time frame, but it should be, especially since you may not always have on hand as many portable air conditioners as you think we do. (laughs) But, nonetheless, I hope everyone is still hydrating, um, sunscreening, because you may want to be out there to get the tan. I don't know. Me, personally, I gotta burn first, and that's how I tan, and so normally I don't really want to tan, but that's just me. How is everyone? I hope you are all doing well. I myself am doing pretty good. I've been really good lately. Gotten way back into the groove since I've been on vacation. Oh, and... Yeah. Okay, drawing a blank. So I've been paying attention, momentary pause, I've been paying attention 
to social media, people's opinions, and I've come... I've come together to notice that a lot of people don't like to wear masks. And it's not... I don't know. Like, at this point now, it's become a a political thing. It's not just a a safety precaution since our governor has issued it, deemed it, to be a thing that must be done or you will be fined. I... And I I will admit that I am one of those people that personally, I think... It was a good move. A power move, if you ask me. Um, A lot of people think she's crazy. I'm not one to get political here. But you know what? I've been kind of flexing with it a little bit. Kind of like opening myself to new horizons. Not that we're going to always veer off from where we're supposed to be in this podcast. But I, you know, keep it interesting. Keep it fresh. I'm I'm in the flux. So, yeah. Deemed it... Yeah, deemed it a, a findable offense if you don't wear your mask. And I and I heard, because like I said, I don't really keep up with the news either as much as I don't politics. But I had heard that someone was apparently killed over the fact, I think it was a worker, um, was just telling someone, hey, you know, you can't come in here without really wearing a mask. And, you know, I can understand where it may seem absurd or some people just can't do it or whatever it may be, but that... There's no reason for it being that you kill someone over the fact that, you know, someone's like, whether it be, you know, like kindly or aggressive, you know, which normally isn't the direct way to go or the right way to go, um, especially in the workplace, you know, going, this being said to a straight, a complete stranger that you don't know. Like, not even a regular that you might notice as, like, a Walmart greeter or something. That you'd be like, hey, you gotta wear a mask. You can't come in here. Which, you know, I have seen, like, every so few workers. Very rarely. Because it seems like it's put out there that people are like, um, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Hey, hey, hey. You know, you have to wear a mask. Like, I mean, I'm sure a worker or, you know, many worker would probably put up a certain front um, towards you in a certain way you know, because you can't just keep walking you have to listen, don't be someone to ignore the worker the worker, you know even if it's a greeter you know, you don't you don't deem them worthy for someone to tell you otherwise, I mean it's all the same And I'm not always one for tangents here but I just gotta say, I, I don't know um I think it's silly for the people that don't want to wear a mask. Um, you have your reasons if you don't. And I get it. But like just for the rest of the majority, um, it is what it is. I don't know. I mean, it's scary shit. We are in the middle of a t- pandemic. There is a virus out there. And, you know, I remember watching this video... I think it was literally just yesterday, I do believe. This It was like a conspiracy theorist saying that we're turning into a socialist or communistic state because of the way the government is leading us into a, a certain sense of reform and um, we're going to become a, a new society and you got tricked into doing this and what's next? Maybe there's a 
there's a, a an immunization injection that you have to take now, and or you can't, and you have to have like proof for this injection, or you can't go in the stores. I was like, hold on, let's back up here. We're just about you know enforcing us to wear masks. You know, this isn't martial law. I mean, as some people will put, as we're ow, as we're already in martial law. Ow, what the hell was that? Um. And it, I guess it's things like those where it probably would become important or more important for me to start kind of paying attention to things going on. But I mean, at the end of the day, I get up, I get ready for my day, I go to work, and then crack at it, come home, and just relax. And it's it's crazy. Um, all the arguing, all the frustration all the hostility and it's to say that I do get certain things but other things it's like okay I mean what I think ultimately solves my problem is just staying off Facebook which is always a good thing to do in my mind because it just it's like a melting pot of opinions and that's that's what I think, or well, what's what I imagine a lot of people think, really. Like, I myself and a few others that I know of definitely are like, it's, Facebook has kind of come to a point where it's like, you either kind of like, you give or take, like, there's a lot of like posts where you can kind of jump on and start an argument just as critical as like comments on YouTube. Um... But at, like, the same time, it's like, do you really want to get into all that nonsense? Like, for sure, we're in a time right now where, like, it's it's best to express your opinion and fight for what's right, you know, more than ever. Also, you know, um, to the police that murdered Breonna Taylor, they need to be arrested, if that's still a thing. Um... It's definitely something I should keep up on. But to put that out there. And as of course, as always, and forever, Black Lives Matter. Moving on. Um, it's like... The conveniency... And helpfulness of the internet... And actually, that's something I think I was talking to a friend of mine about the other day that I found interesting. We were talking about the idea of how, like, the conveniency of the internet was an amazing thing in the beginning. And that, like, the wonder that probably ran through people's heads, um, the speculations of everything, what ultimately is this going to be, an information network where just, I mean, like, the idea of knowing almost anything is at, like, our fingertips. We just gotta type in the question. Um, and it's, is it not to say that maybe, you know, technology like that, like the internet, um, hold us back a little bit as humans? Not like immensely because it was a huge deal um in different forms of connection and communication it made 
I don't know. It made a lot of sense. You know, we're we're always looking to get closer to the sun. Um, but just as I would imagine, I hope no one, or I would um, I would only hope that a lot more people would have the um, the conscience of Icarus, where or well, maybe not. I'm trying to remember how that story goes. I believe it's it's the story of Icarus where he puts the feathers together with wax and makes wings with his brother. And when his brother warns him, yeah, gets too close to the sun, the wax would melt. And so Icarus flow, flew too close to the sun and the wax melt. So, and our inspirations and aspirations as Americans or just fellow human beings of other countries or of the sorts, just as the world as a whole. It's it's crazy. It, I don't know. It's crazy. Just the connections and like the way we've been brought together through technology and like the internet and everything. But is it to say that like may, maybe down the road could it be like our greatest downfall? Um, or Really, is it like, for what it is now, there's so many ways. It's also the idea of how the internet and technology in itself, with the viable use of these sources, has become abused in a sense. Like, it's insane. We have used the internet altogether as a way of using a form of our freedom of speech, which is also pretty cool. But at the same time, um, no matter what you do, really, um, you're being watched. Like, I don't know for those who don't know, but like, have you ever been curious as to where those specific advertisements come from? Um, the next time, for instance, you're listening to this podcast and I start talking about shoes from like DSW or something. Um, don't be surprised if maybe that pops up. I find it funny. I'm not I'm not one to think that they're they're listening in on our conversations, but I do find it suspicious when I uh do talk about certain animes or certain games or something and then I start getting advertisements for that kind of stuff. It's like, "Look, <laughs> I know you know me, but I don't need you to advertise for me." I mean, they get paid like what thousands, millions of dollars to advertise their stuff anyway on any sort of website or source or something like that. I just it's it's all crazy really. I mean and we're you know we're building robots and we're trying to advance and you know for a lot of us we're scared of the idea of you know giving robots a sense of uh, a sense of artificial intelligence or that, you know, us driving forward into the future for artificial intelligence. Is it like, is it the best thing to do? Like, I mean, technology as a whole and advancement, I mean, might be the right thing to do because we never know what could happen. Like, you know, for natural disasters and um, things like that. It's, that's what always interests me too. That's what I like to think about a lot of in my head is just the... The world around us and just the idea and the concept of like everything that is or 
will be. It's interesting and it's insane. Just how it's we're ever working in every way, like to be machines ourselves, but not really made from metal, but from flesh and the grand design of you know where we really came from. It's all it's all interesting and I love it. I think about it a lot. You know, where did we really come from? But so... Yeah. What... What gets me to... To backtrack... Um... To the mass thing... Is... I'm really wondering how much longer this is going to go on for. Um... For us as a united whole to, you know, the world itself to start have everyone wearing masks or at least to make it easier or to find a way that everyone can or should wear a mask. Or where is the antibody, antidote, immunization that we need for COVID-19? Um, I imagine it's being stressed because there are people that have lost loved ones relatives and friends to this disease and you know I'm not to say that it's just that they can throw these things on a plate put it together and create an antidote but it's it's crazy the the idea and the concept of living through a pandemic you know you kind of Kind of makes you go back to think about all the other people that have lived through all the other ones. Like, and how did you do? What was it like? You know, how scary it must have been. This is, this is some serious stuff. You know, and there's a lot of people out there that don't ultimately believe in it. I don't know. What, what really gets me... Or my interest, really, for this being something that I'm aware of now, that I'm living through, is what is it like when we're all done? You know, when we're finished with it all and we can finally go back to our normal lives. And I know I've I've gone on this a few times before, but to really dive into it, it's like, when is it really going to be achievable? Like... That's what gets me. Like, when's... Where... Where is the end? There's talk about... There was talk about a second wave, and now, ultimately... You know, there's not. It's all kind of, like, coming to and fro. Time's really just passing by so fast, and I think it's because I'm just getting older, and I'm watching... I'm not watching the clock as much, and the time is passing me by... And I know that's a bold statement for me to make here as I am only 29 years old. But I remember it like my dad said to me when I was 23 or 24, I think. I was talking to him one day when I was catching up with him, um, reminiscing. And, you know, yeah, I think I was 24. And he said, 24. I said, damn. I said, yeah, no, it's crazy, dad. It's been a while since I've seen you. He goes, so 
I'm getting older. He's like, ah, he's like, you're not getting too old too quick. He's like, but you're almost 25. And I said, yep. And he said to me, he goes, you don't got to worry about it so much now. But when you turn 25, he's like, start paying attention to that clock more. He goes, because that's the age when you start to notice it. And I asked him, I said, start to notice what? He goes, when the clock moves faster. You know, when they say how you always enjoy yourself, like time always moves faster when you're enjoying yourself, I believe is what the saying is. Um, It's definitely something I considered, but like I didn't acknowledge it for a long time, or at least at first. And I was like, ah, you know, I'm young, I'm, I'm alive, I'm doing my thing. And yeah, before I knew it, you know, five minutes you know, became like 15, um, 15 became a half an hour, half an hour became like five hours, it's, you know, and you don't really, like, catch it, and it's insane, and I just, man, Like, I'm talking about this now, and I feel like I'm going to wake up one day, and I'm 35, and I'm like, man, I remember when I was 29, and (laughs) I get another bold statement, but I just, it's weird, you know? With age comes wisdom, and you sometimes don't always consider it because, you know, you're young and dumb, as they would put it. But when you really look at it, when you really pay attention to it, time just rolls by so fast. Like, I'm 29 now, but I remember my 16th birthday like it was yesterday. And might also add it was a pretty badass birthday. Like, it wasn't too extravagant, but my mom did awesome at just getting from my friends over. It was cake and ice cream and got really great I got great presents all around um and my mom surprised me with tickets to my most favorite band ever which is the Red Hot Chili Peppers so that was something and that leads into another story that's kind of funny but I'll put it like this my dad ended up taking me to Godsmack I'm not gonna put anyone on a pedestal here and say what happened but yeah things happen (laughs) <laughs> but I got to see Godsmack and they're fan- a fantastic band one of my other most favorite bands you know a band I grew up with um, a band that me and my dad um, bonded with you know something that made us connected something that we could kind of vibe with together if you will you know vibe <laughs> I said vibe oh god <laughs> what's happening to me it's a vibe but yeah. And I'm 29 now. It's kind of those things that they tell you, or that when you really look back on it, it does kind of feel like it was just yesterday. And that, like, some days kind of feel like they go within a blink of an eye. And you don't always acknowledge it until you wake up the next day and you're like wow the day kind of went by pretty fast so I'm thinking I'm gonna blink or wake up one day and hopefully 
all this COVID pandemic nonsense will finally be over and we can all get back to our normal lives. Um, it's crazy out there. Phew. Excuse me for a moment. Oh, man. Tell you what. Trying to find the time. Sometimes proves proves difficult, too, I believe. I would say. I, um... I know I've been watching a lot more TV. I almost... I'm just about finished up with Scrubs in its entirety, which I'm happy to say that because that is a fantastic show. And might I also add that I think it's one of the best shows ever made. Bold statement. And I stick by that one for sure. Like, I'm on the last season too um, of Scrubs, but it's technically the only the last and only season of Scrubs Med School. I technically finished Scrubs, and wow. That definitely was a show that I laughed and cried at more than any other show that I've probably ever watched in its entirety. And it feels good. Like, I'm happy to feel accomplished with finally doing that because, let me tell you, I felt like Netflix was being vindictive towards me because I would get into a good amount of watching Scrubs and I would get re-caught up from like the two, three years of when I almost finished it and then they swiped it from me so I had to wait till it got brought back. And so finally Hulu picked it up and I'm thinking, they're not going to take it away. They'll probably keep it for God knows how long. And they did. And powerful stuff, deep stuff, like so many, like, so many topics faced, like, just really good subject matter, like, it was great, I, uh, words can't explain, just very well put together, like, if I ever wrote a show, I'd want it to be something along, well, not along the lines, but, like, hopefully could be as good as Scrubs, which, I mean, that's a lot to say, but it was like so many transitions and like character development, um, so many topics, you know, and damn, just, ooh, and that ending, like that last, that last end, that last season ender, or that last season finale, oh man, bald like a baby, you know, you choose the right song, and you set up the right scene, and like I'll I'll definitely cry. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be like anything like super sad, but I mean like real hard hitting stuff, like real like real life stuff. Um, just a very emotional person that you know very intact with my emotions, and I cry very easily. Please don't judge me. I am but a man, but at the same time. I'm okay with crying. You heard me right, America. I like to cry. You know, and to the world, too. You heard me. I like to cry. 
and doesn't make me any less of a person than I am. It just makes me stronger in my heart and in my mind. Oh, man. Yawning in your ear. I apologize. I was up until two last night. I only stayed up the extra hour, you know, just in case, because on call sometimes has those moments where you're just about to go to bed and then the phone goes off and then you got to kind of, you got to get a kind of, <laughs> you got to like hop up, jump, skip to like whatever it is you got to do with a quickness, because in my job, it's important to take care of those things. And <laughs> I um I especially like my job because I grew up always wanting to learn how things work or and take things apart and put try and put them back together in any way possible. And that, that kind of goes into a deeper meaning. But um Yeah, and it always kind of bumps me out too when I can't always fix something. Because, like, I've seen so many different expressions and views and opinions of people that, like, I either knew or I was just getting to know because of new residents and such. And it's always a bummer at times because you want to be the best that you can be, um, especially in this business. Just like, I mean, in most businesses or whatever your job is, you want to, you definitely want to be that top guy, that top girl, you know, um, that top person in general, you know, and what's what I what I love about this job too is the interaction with people because you know I always love seeing people happy, and there's a certain sense of oh excuse me there's a certain sense of accomplishment when you work with your hands and you get things done. Um. As one person said to me, your hands are the ultimate tools that God has given you. Um, Use them in whatever way that you may deem plausible, I think is the word that he used. I don't know for sure. Um, And I have done many things with my hands when it comes to fixing stuff. But ultimately, um, your hands can't always turn a screw all the way can't disperse a Phillips head or flathead bit from your fingertip, although that would probably be pretty cool. At that point, I'd be like, oh my god, you're a robot, cyborg, android, um, creature from the future. Go, go, gadget, screwdriver fingertip. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Huh. But definitely just been trying to get by with everything going on. (laughs) Just as much as I'm sure anyone is. And excuse me for yawning. Oh, I put the hard work in yesterday. Um, Got a call around 8 and ended up getting out of work, you know, during those sessions of calls until like 11.30 I do believe but 
got everything done. And it felt good, you know, and I did get to talk to a few people on my way in and out of apartments and fixing stuff. Yeah. But I've been a bit tired. And, but I want to make sure I, I want to make sure that it was a priority that I get this done because it's been good and I like doing this and I like to keep you guys entertained and keep you guys wanting more from me to you, the people. (laughs) Oh, and that is to say, as of lately, from the last episode too, I haven't had as much trouble with sleep because... I've been putting in so much hard work. <laughs> Which I can't I can't so much and I apologize. Yawning in your ear. You know, I am one of those people that can't sleep without a fan on. And I wonder if you are too. Like, you should like go to one of my social media pages and answer me that or tell me. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. One of the reasons I want to make a Twitter page oh, for this podcast, for more connection with you people and asking you guys just fun or silly questions for that extra interaction and more connections that I can make with you. But are you a person that has to sleep with a fan on or do you need some sort of sound in the background? I know that I used to be someone who could sleep in the dark with no sound and people apparently found it creepy depending on the person but you know everyone's different everyone's got their own opinion on how you sleep but I now do sleep with a fan on because I noticed that I think I generate a little more body heat than I normally used to as I've grown into a man um (laughs) and grown as a person really but also, maybe it's the paranoia. <laughs> it, it helps, but it definitely helps keep me asleep. You know, it, it cuts out all those random bumps and knocks in the night. And any other background noises, really. And just the fan is like a one solid sound. You're not like falling asleep with the TV on unless that is your thing. Um, it isn't for me because ultimately my body like... I feel like wakes up and goes, Hey, you know, I can, we can still hear the TV. And technically I'm like, I can't, but my brain's still processing as a, you know, that information and taking it in because I can still, my ears are kind of like taking in the fact that the TV is still on. So my brain's like, wake up. And I'm like, what? Watch out for a little makeup. <laughs> What's the deal with the checkup? <laughs> I don't think you trusted me, body, as I try to sleep with the TV on. <laughs> um, good old system of a down reference <laughs> no I uh I've, there are times where I know that I could have found, fallen asleep with the TV on but normally I don't like to because you know runs up your electricity bill and it's like but Trey said you weren't you know sleeping with a fan on I'm like I know there's it's it's okay it's okay <laughs> Oh, man. It's kind of like a bummer, though, too. You know, trying to put out 
more on the table here, more on the plate for you guys. I just, I'm not, I'm not in it right now. Like, not feeling it, but I want to get this done. I definitely did want to at least do it. It's not to say that I didn't want to do it for you guys. I just, I don't know. I haven't been like talkative lately. That is why I do do this too. Kind of helps keep me as a, you know, keep me up as a conversationalist. I, um, I'm not always the one to talk the talk and not in the sense of like, you know, talking the talk and standing up for myself and being confident and suave, but, um, I'm very quiet and there's always at times in certain social interactions, even when it's just a basic like one-on-one, um, interaction with like someone I may know or a person I don't know, which kind of helps if they're newer, but even then I still get nervous and a bit shy that I, uh, I sometimes lock up or the way as I put it is I got this list of things in my head that I can talk about, but not like, you know, not like there's things that I can't talk about, but like what I know I can talk about. And I don't feel like I always have the most imaginative mind in the idea of a social situation or I'm not always so apt or so sure about myself and what to bring up. That seems like, or it seems, or no, deems worthy enough in my mind, um, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, it doesn't seem like it's significant. That's the word I'm thinking. It doesn't always seem sig- as significant um, to me as it is to others. And not to say that, like, I don't think that for every person, but, like, I sometimes get caught in my head of, uh, the way someone might look when I'm talking to them, like I noticed, and it could be for anything else entirely. And I don't know. I think I I get in my head about a lot, (laughs) like how I talked a lot about the overthinking then. And since I've started this, I really think I've definitely come over that in a lot of ways. I think I'm starting to gain the upper hand against my own brain. Um, I really like taken hold of the reins and got myself under control. Like there's still, I think a long way to go for some things in me that I'll touch on or, you know, maybe even put an episode out for it about what it is I want to talk about, but I'm not trying to get onto too much right now. This is probably going to be a shorter episode. Um, because lately I've been just, having trouble getting it out like not that I'm I'm developing a stutter but like I notice even in my speech I'm like like I'm like making weird noises but that's kind of how it is I'm like I can't spit it out and it's like you know I've been talking most of my life in certain situations I just talk 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 too for those that know me, you know what I'm talking about. You you can be honest or you will be honest right off the bat. <laughs> um, especially when I go on about Marvel movies, which in this case, I may make references. I'm not going to bring anything up now because you'll probably be here forever. Or at least until the entirety of the hour. And I'm not trying to do that to you. But if you are a Marvel fan, woo! DC is also good. And... Um, 
a side pick personal favorite, Dark Horse. Just excellent, excellent uh, comic book companies. Um, but Marvel, may the gods bless your souls for making such a fantastic imagination um, idea of colorful creation of characters and stories and the nun such and ah, wonderful movies <laughs> um but it is to say I'm probably gonna head off here a uh, shorter episode which you might appreciate you might not um you can let me know or not really completely up to you <laughs> we we do what we do how we do here uh, maybe it's better off blank. And we just try to have the most fun with it. And I try to make it as fun for you guys as it is for me. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will see you in the next one. So right now we're on 11, 12. Ooh, unlucky number 13 I think is when we're going to do the live stream extravaganza. Where I'm going to have you guys with me on Instagram asking me questions that I will answer for you both on the podcast and why we're live there um, to keep you all you know, coming for more um, let me know what you think on my Instagram page which is uh, zombieJ13 or zombieJ91 one of the two, it's me my face on an angle with a black beanie on Look into the side. Profile picture. You can't miss it. Um, And you could also visit my poetry page if you're ever interested in any of my poetry. And that's It's the Mad March Hare Poetry on Instagram as well. Or you can find me on Facebook at Jason Fisk. Um, But that's all for today. And I love you all much more than you have already been loved before. And I hope you all have a great day. Thanks for listening.